0: Following thoughts, opinions, stories, and expressions are meant for those who will appreciate them. If you don't, we hope you keep an open soul to encounter another here on 34 Questions. Peace. Three, two, one. What's going on, folks? Welcome to 34 Questions. I'm your host, 34. Tonight, we have a very special guest. Eyes is in the building. How are you doing tonight, Eyes? want to thank you again for for stopping by and uh being willing to share your story i know it's not easy for everyone so i definitely appreciate it when my guests come through and um are able to to go through the interview that i have ready for y'all um but uh, for the folks out there who are unfamiliar with the flow of the show we do some intro questions to um, start up do a little warm up after that we'll jump into the wheel of fate and then after the Wheel of Fate, we'll end everything with a few closeout questions. Sound good to you, guys? Yes. All right. Well, my very first question for you is How have you been? Have you been doing great? Been doing good? How have you been lately?
1: Um, I've been doing much better. Um, expressing more gratitude um, is something that I'm doing at the moment.
0: I feel you. I feel you. That's uh, definitely been something I've been focusing on at this stage of my life. Uh for you what what are some things you feel grateful for if you don't mind sharing?
1: Um I've been grateful for um some of the recognition that I've been uh getting in my career. Um but I've been more so grateful uh for the future.
0: For sure. For sure. So
1: I sound confident that the future is great, but I'm grateful for the good things that the future holds for me.
0: (laughs) I gotcha. I gotcha. You you mentioned your career. Do you mind me asking uh, which industry you're in?
1: I'm a singer, pianist, and actress.
0: Nice. Are you? Um, how long you been in it for? How long you been pursuing this career? So
1: I've been singing and performing since I was three years old. Um, I started taking music lessons really early on, uh, singing and piano. i um, experimenting with other instruments, and I'm very lucky to have done so at starting at such a young age.
0: Gotcha. And I'm um, kind of curious. Out of the three, singing, singing, um, piano. Um, Or being a pianist or uh, actress, which one do you enjoy the most?
1: That's the thing is all of them are kind of um, intermixed and the same to me. So um, when I play the piano, you can't help but sing. Uh, Sometimes (laughs) when you sing, sometimes you have to play the chords. And sometimes, you know, well, if not all the time, when you're singing, you're actually acting. It's a different style of acting than acting a a character that isn't singing or performing in that way but you know you kind of do all three and even when you are putting even if it's a song about yourself you're still putting yourself in your shoes when you wrote the song sometimes or just exploring a different side of you so you're still acting in a way
0: i gotcha i gotcha for sure um let's jump into some more warm-up questions uh the next one for you is what would you like the audience to know about you maybe something you haven't mentioned um go for it go for it that's the name
1: of my latest single by the way but oh okay. <laughs> Yeah
0: that's what's up <laughs> yeah, no
1: well hey the audience didn't know about that so um but something but you mean like something just about myself
0: yeah like uh you know you, you have your artist persona of eyes um, but you know as For you as a person What's what's something that maybe your, your fans don't know about you
1: That I love Animals so much And I would like to be in a movie Where I get to play with uh, Professional animals Who are not being abused I just want mm. to put that out there Because there are professional And unprofessional animals That get abused every day But I want to play with the animals who aren't being exploited to the point to where it's terrible. I want to play with animals so bad and get paid for it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) No, I feel you. I feel you. Oh, two questions, two follow-ups is what's your favorite animal? And second which animal do you think represents you the most if they were going to play you like as a character in a show or something like animated show uh what animal would you choose to kind of represent your your personality so those two favorite and then one to represent your personality well let's
1: start with my personality i think a tiger will represent me um because like i think that tigers are a little underrated uh because i do think they are ferocious but um of course they're so cute and cuddly and you just you know they're (laughs) very sought after though unfortunately you know they do get abused in some countries you know it's really sad but um, part of why they're so sought after are endangered is because of the power that they do have everybody wants a piece of that tiger like some people eat parts of the tiger i mean i know like this <laughs> it's supposed to be about me but you know like i think that's awful but at the same time the reason why people do because they really believe that a piece of that tiger will change their life if they eat it you know oh, okay. um yeah so like um i think a tiger will represent me um because it's it's cute and ferocious but it's not like yeah it's cute but it's ferocious i guess i guess that's just the quickest way to say it
0: i got you, and, I got you. But,
1: yeah i can't say my favorite animal i would say a dog but i don't know i want to play with more <laughs> Because you can have favorite animals But just not live in a situation Where you can have them I used to have ducks And parakeets And fish and turtles And cats and dogs So You know uh, Right now like cats and dogs Are like you know The most suitable for where I live But when I lived in a house you know It was pretty open
0: (laughs) That's what's up you had all those pets at one time
1: Yes I did and I I miss it so much you know um part of why I had um ducks is because I felt bad I felt bad for those ducks just being sold like that like the little ducklings and you know I didn't know anything about how to take care of a duck and um although I did a pretty good job I will say for anybody who uh wants to own a duck and they actually love animals you're not trying to hurt animals just mm-hmm. be um, a little bit more gentle because I used to spray my duck with a hose and then uh, you know I was playing with him and I, and he would quack at me and I thought we were just playing mm-hmm. and, I, and I noticed he would like yell at me sometimes but then one day I turned the hose on myself and I was like whoa that hurt so oh. if it hurt me then it really hurt my duck I got so you. yeah Hmm. Was, so was, be careful. Mm-hmm. I, I was
0: gonna ask, uh, was it like are ducks high maintenance? Like, do you, do you have to like do a lot to for them that? Not like, really. They're
1: pretty happy. I'm, I cared for my duck in a high maintenance way. So in a way, you have to keep their pool clean, mm. um, you know, stuff like that. Um Yeah, and give them plenty of pools. And I spoiled him so much. I bought him canned corn, fish. um and duck food uh you know and i hate to see fish get eaten but you know it's a part of the life cycle and he needed to eat fish you know it's a part of. oh yeah and snails and worms i used to go to the fisherman's store and he really thought that i was going fishing i was like no what are you talking about fishing i've never been fishing i have a duck i was (laughs) like really But yeah (laughs) so i mean every other day i was bringing worms and if you have a duck you will not have snails or worms in your yard
0: (laughs) interesting all right that's good to know i think that's yeah i mean yes i've only seen the duck being a pet on i think it was friends right um, was it a duck oh, I, think really? they, I think they had Yeah And yeah it's The first time I'm, I'm from here Out here in, in the Bay Area In you know California uh-huh. So I never really knew Anyone with like A pet duck before um, So that Yeah that's,
1: well I lived in All the I had my duck
0: Oh snap <laughs> so, yeah, For sure yeah. <laughs> Damn well, now now you got me thinking that you know it's not out of the question. Are they loud? Like you know, I feel like birds uh-huh. get super loud. Like as far as you know, in times where well, you don't want them to be. It's loud It's
1: okay. His quacks aren't his quacks weren't that loud. Most people who have ducks have that type of duck, like Daffy Duck. So mm. like like a mallard or a drake, you know. So they're not that loud. Okay, you know, they're, they're kind of loud. You can hear them, but it's like a quiet loud. So you know, all right. It's not right.
0: too bad. You've opened the door for me to think about a uh, having a duck as a pet because um, yeah. I think that's hella unique. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Thank you. But um, so all these pets, I, I kind of like. How, if you were gonna give me a number, do you remember how many you, you had at one time or like throughout your life?
1: At one time,
0: or throughout your life, throughout your life, throughout
1: my life. That's kind of tricky. Um, I would say it, it's just roughly like ten, sixteen
0: in the twenties.
1: Oh, I'm still counting. <laughs> oh snap! Well, I, I was asking
0: because I, I I wanted to see if I could guess based on the names maybe you had for them, like which animal it was. Um, if, if you don't mind But if, if not that that's not fun for you Then don't, you don't have to participate uh, so I think I've had
1: maybe about 30 But you said uh, You guessed the name of which animal
0: So you would give me one of the names Of your one of your pets And then I would try to guess which animal it was And then yeah Daffy yeah. Daffy Daffy. Oh Daffy Well okay Daffy I think Unless this is a curveball Is it Daffy Duck or not <laughs> Yes All right. I was feeling hesitant, but for sure, for sure. Uh, All right. Well, my second warm up question for you is if I were to do something in your honor, uh, a way to express the energy you possess, what could I do?
1: Have a birthday party.
0: I like that. I like that. First time. (laughs) (laughs) Why why a birthday party, if you don't mind me asking?
1: (laughs) represents me. I love my birthday. I love celebrating my birthday. Um, I kind of treat people as if they're having a birthday. Not every day, but like a lot. I kind of make, try to make people feel special as if it was their birthday. I love giving like, you know, my followers, my Instagram followers, uh, free gifts. Um, I actually like doing that. Um, I should really ask people to buy my stuff but (laughs) i love giving my fans surprises and giving them an extra gift and you know so when they open it they feel real special so yeah like birthdays would represent me
0: that's what's up that's what's up Mm -hmm. um yeah that's the first time anyone's said birthday so like but it gives me (laughs) such a clear picture of what what to do you know (laughs) and that birthday energy Mm -hmm. is always great um you know for people who are able to celebrate their birthdays um i had another question with that but i got you now we know now we know what we could do in your own oh i was gonna ask when is your birthday if you don't mind sharing i'm just curious now.
1: july
0: 26 july 26 all right um yeah are you like into you know astrology and you know you know what your sign is a little
1: bit okay yeah i'm a leo
0: you think that represents you well i mean and you chose tiger too earlier <laughs> as a <laughs> the animal to represent you but you you feel like leo fits you pretty well
1: yeah i oh. i do a lot of people say i don't remind them of leo um um i don't know why <laughs> i don't have a problem with it. i think the only things that i've heard um say it was a, offensive um, oh, it kind of may come off offens- offensive is that like I met another Leo and she said we we think we write about everything and we know we write because we are right or something like that okay. it's just the way that sounds is, uh, is a little much for me mm-hmm. but if we were to explore that a lot of times I know things because I actually am interested in a lot of things And I put things together a lot um, That doesn't mean I know everything But I do know a lot of stuff about a lot of things
0: you I gotcha. yeah, Not yeah like I was
1: talking about the tiger, you know
0: Yeah, yeah, no I think, the, I mean, the way that that person put it um, If I was going to put it in a different way It just sounds like, you know, Leo, Leo's are confident, right? Like, huh, okay. so, yeah, yeah, I, I, that's how I take it but, um, okay. Cool, cool. Uh, moving on to the last warm-up question. Uh, on a scale from 1 to 10, how well do you know yourself?
1: 12.
0: Word. Okay. Uh, if you don't mind me asking, why 12?
1: You know, I know myself a little bit too well because... um I know myself well enough to know that I would do something that I wouldn't do because I know myself too well, if that makes sense.
0: I would do something that I wouldn't do because I think, yeah, yeah, I, I got you. I got yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's definitely one you got to think about for a second, mm-hmm. but um, okay, okay. In that case, what would you say is your favorite thing about your personality?
1: I would say... I have this deep thing going for me, but it's not... I don't... I don't get to talk about it to too many people.
0: I gotcha You know I gotcha Yeah Yeah, yeah it's and- No worries Yeah if you- Go ahead yeah. If, if, if it's too um You know Too personal Too close to your heart You don't You don't You don't have to talk about it I don't want to feel like You know I'm putting pressure on you To, to open up about no, I,
1: I like to talk about this Because like I th- I think that um Like The deep thing is, is more of a It's not really An age Sometimes it is but it's just... It's hard to... Sometimes I think that people connect with me because they sense it. But it's not them all the time. It's a small part of them, but it's more me. That side of me is bigger than, than that. Which is probably why I'm a songwriter or an artist, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. I got so, you. So, yeah. Um. So, like, how would you describe the feeling that songwriting gives you
1: the feeling you know it feels like it's a purpose like i'm supposed to do it like i i feel like i am the instrument you know when i'm being played you know
0: Mm, yeah
1: when i'm being played when i'm playing i feel like i don't want to say i feel like i'm being played but if you take the the um hipster talk out of it it does feel like that feels like i'm an instrument too like i'm i'm doing what i'm supposed to do you
0: know yeah just feels
1: together yeah
0: i mean um i don't know if you're religious or spiritual at all i think some people would kind of refer that to as like god playing through you or you know if if, uh but yeah so um i got you i definitely understand that feeling honestly i think uh you know i've only been doing this podcasting for a little while but having these conversations about like deeper than what people are used to is something I've, I've been trying to do my whole life. So it doesn't make me feel like s- similar feeling of like, you know, I'm just the person that message or energy is flowing through. Uh, yeah, I, I got you. I got you. Let's move on to the main interview where we start spinning the wheel So we're going to turn to the wheel of fate. Um, I apologize earlier, I think I thought it was going to be, uh, it was showing on your screen and it wasn't, so <laughs> that was my fault, that was my fault, but here we go, just as a reminder, each number has uh, three levels, an easy, medium, and hard, 26, and July 26,
1: <laughs> I perfect, like that number,
0: perfect, perfect, uh, would you like to go easy, medium, or hard,
1: medium,
0: medium 26 so I know you said you were looking forward to the future this <laughs> this, 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 uh-huh. this question is what worries you about the future Ooh,
1: you know I'm grateful about the good things for the future but there is a constant worry I have um, an unfinished situation but I'm grateful that it's been being stalled you know this pandemic it's actually helped my life a lot and I'm very grateful for that so um although I'm worried about it I will say I just by telling you that I feel better about it because this pandemic is like helping me in my situation so maybe the pandemic will help some more I mean
0: nope. I, that's
1: I mean that's a that's a dark way of looking it's like dark humor or whatever but it's kind of true.
0: No, no, I, uh, I think I struggle <laughs> I struggle with that feeling too I think, you know, the pandemic's so, Been so like tough for so More people than it has been good But, you know, like you said Talking about being grateful, I'm pretty grateful For what it allowed me to do As well with my life um, Had a lot of time to reflect I had a lot of time to experiment With different hobbies and interests And I came to that conclusion Of this podcast And why I'm, why I'm I'm ca- what I'm capable of doing uh, But yeah no no, I understand And I think we're not alone I think there's a lot of people who took this time to really Like try to level up right It's like that one time where at least I don't know for you I wasn't working And I was like damn so much free time To do what I'm passionate about uh, And yeah so for, I hope for some people They found that time if it wasn't Just going through struggles the whole time You know mm-hmm. But yeah alright how about in not so much let's say uh your personal future but like society's future any thoughts on on that is there anything that worries you about society's future
1: uh i'm worried about our the strange things um that the governor of the particular state that I live in might do, but other than that, I mean, I don't want to say I have faith in people anymore. Because going to the grocery store and seeing all that food taken and they still have, like, I don't, think that a lot of our problems are caused by our people. I think it's it's not, but at some point people have to react, you know, and I just, I don't worry too much about it, but there are, there are issues. So, I mean, some people live their life by faith or by by belief, but you can always mess that up by just being stuck in you. And I think that that has been happening very often, people not having faith in what they believe in, so they're just reacting. And I think the problem is people taking something um, serious, like an illness, and turning it into a big time profit.
0: Gotcha. So yeah, yeah, I'm more yeah.
1: worried about the people it will affect in that sense.
0: I hear you. I hear you. Uh, thank, thank you for sharing. um Yeah. Gotcha. Let's uh move on to another spin. The uh where you land this time. And we got. Oh, we almost got to my favorite number, thirty-four, <laughs> but uh. <laughs> We'll stick with 33. Uh, would you like to go easy? Okay. Easy, medium, or hard on this one.
1: Let's go easy.
0: Easy. Alright. 33 easy. How alive is your inner child?
1: Very alive.
0: Very alive. <laughs>
1: if it's alive, I kind of protect her. Like, in some ways, this is my inner child right now. Like, imagine, like, really, I was a lot like this. Uh, not a 100% but she's very alive right now. So, um she never went anywhere um I just I just would say some of the physical things um are, are I'm holding back. So I don't dance as much or like run around as much uh due to my some of my circumstances, but she's very alive and very inquisitive and very happy and and uh, you know learning. I love like I've been researching uh, different musicians lately. Um, I in fact I was reminiscing not too long. Um, okay, I don't mean to name drop, but like I used to be friends with Cab Calloway's great great grandson, and somebody just posted a, a gossip video about Cab Calloway, and I started thinking about him. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he looks so much like his great grandparents (laughs) and, you know, just reminiscing and stuff. So, I mean, she's alive. She likes listening to Cab Calloway. I like listening to Cab Calloway. And I actually have some new favorite musicians from the 20s, 30s period that I've just learned about and discovered. And now I'm happy and singing along. And it's something new that, that keeps my blood going, that keeps me excited and looking forward to new music and stuff and i don't generally get excited about new music because i've studied it so hard that nothing surprises me but i i like this uh these some of these new um, blues and jazz singers i've been discovering
0: that's what's up that's what's up so I, I i gotta ask you i i like to discover new music as well what what names can you drop for me to check out as far as give me like one one I guess 20s, 30s artists, maybe one from 20s, 130s if you can. Um, Go ahead. Uh,
1: Well, her name uh, is Lizzie Miles. Lizzie Uh, Miles. I kind of didn't want to tell you about her, but she's basically the artist that I've been listening to. Um, I love her arrangement of some of these days. As you can see, I was downloading the sheet music for free off the internet.
0: I got you. I got you. (laughs) Uh
1: huh so like yeah and i've just been listening to this song and uh and i listened to a couple of different versions and it's crazy um because i never heard if i've heard that song before i've never um paid too much attention to it or knew it and but her arrangement is really good because I've heard other people, especially people younger, so the young generation would be the fifties or the sixties for her. And I've heard okay. them redo it and it and it got boring. Because you know, mm. that's when Jazz started turning into that like cool stuff and just wanting to, to hang on to that one chord, that one minor chord. But that's what makes the song different. That song doesn't do that. And her arrangement is more one of these days you mm. know, you know. Yeah, yeah, so it still has it and that sadness that that that's in there, it's not supposed to be throughout the whole song. So I hear other people covering that song and they're trying to keep that one sad note, that one sad chord and keep that same rhythm. And it makes it a little boring. So she actually does it good. She does a good job with it. So that's what's up. Yeah.
0: That's what's up. All right, Lizzie Lizzie Miles, right? Yes. Gotcha gotcha thank you thank you for sharing um well in in that vein i kind of want to ask uh what kind of which artist influenced your music and you know um inspired you to get into it
1: well we mentioned cab calloway um you know my biggest influence like i i don't i don't want to say i hate to say it but i would say michael jackson um But it's just the reason why I always like kind of sneak around it is because there's so many. Um, I grew up listening to a lot of uh, doo-wop music. So we know like the doo-wop thing exploded with Frankie Lyman and the teenagers, but that may have not have been the first doo-wop song I ever heard or remembered or anything like that. So the um, 40s and 50s, Music in the 60s was like kind of what I grew up listening to and mostly been inspired by. So you could say the mamas and the papas. Oh, Marian Anderson. um, uh, She's an opera singer. So I just had a lot of like influences like that. Um, But I would have to say, more so when I'm in the studio, when I have a vision, Aaliyah, her presence really stuck with me. Um, I was even though I'm an artist myself when I like another artist and I don't like very many um, it's because I can connect with you and I can see what you're doing I can actually see what you're trying to accomplish and she was a real artist she wasn't just here to have a gimmick she actually had artistry and I respect that about her so I would have to say uh, Michael Jackson Aaliyah but uh, with a lot of 50s and 60s influences, such as Doo-Wop and um, I say, I want to say Frankie Lyman and the teenagers, but I think there's somebody with like a smoother sound. But, you know, grow up, growing up, we all watched The Wizard of Oz. So Judy Garland was a big part of my childhood because that was like the first uh, song that I really learned and uh, performed often so uh
0: judy garland as well that's what's up i think i mean i think you put me and a lot of people on to so a lot of doo music just now because I, I felt like when you're talking <laughs> yeah. about it i, I was like ah, i don't think i've ever heard like you know these artists before so i'm excited to listen back to this and have a new like playlist i could come up that you just you just graciously gave me so thank you for that uh, yeah
1: no problem
0: all right let's uh let's move on and let's give it another spin See what we get this time. Ooh, going low. Number four, uh, easy, medium, or hard.
1: Let's do hard. All
0: right, four A hard. Simple number. But let's make it hard,
1: and then we'll see if I pick another hard one again. <laughs> okay, I,
0: I got you. And like I said, if anything's you know too deep or something you'd rather not answer, you can always feel free to pass. Number four, hard how do you define ego
1: that's a good question define ego you know that's a good question because when you experience someone's ego and then when you have an ego are two different things so when you're yeah, yeah let me know yeah when you're having an ego you think people understand you but then when someone else has an ego, it's like, I don't know what this person got going on, but you gotta go and it's a big, big problem. I will say I have been learning about my ego. So I think, I, I know that I have an ego that's more so I may not realize it, but the ego that I do know about, um, just comes from being in the field that i've been in since i was three and uh given being given bad advice to like assert myself a certain way uh, with certain types of people that work for you and um it was bad advice mm. and i and i i know i'm not the only person that does that but um it doesn't really fit my character I do have an ego and I don't think that that is a problem because like I said, I have been doing this since I was three, but there are some things that I, I've been looking back on in my recent years. It was like, that was really unnecessary. And when I say, I, I think I should explain because this is sounding worse than it was. No, no, you're fine. Just, no. no, no, no. Let me explain. because I don't go. want people to okay. think that. I, I threw a, 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 a something in the wall and, and broke a bunch of equipment or nothing like that. It's just Um, I was given the advice to like, kind of just remind people who I am at times, uh, people that work close with me. Um, so like just reminding people that I'm gonna, that I'm gonna push you. Um, and I think I, um, has said something like that to somebody who worked for me. It was just really unnecessary. Oh. And I feel like, uh, yeah, it was un- It's unnecessary. like I was trying to make a point, but I just feel like it's it was unnecessary because mm, I don't think it was ever an issue. He wasn't coming from my ego or anything, mm-hmm. but I was given the advice to do stuff like that. And now it's like, dang, I said all that stuff. And it's not that I feel I, I feel dumb because like I insulted him like we were we're still cool. It's just, um, like, to me, if I were someone else, like, I mean, I just put a bunch of, even if I'm not someone else, I put a bunch of energy into saying something that I didn't think was all that important to say.
0: Damn, I gotcha, I gotcha. Yeah,
1: so, like, I have, like, or had, like, a bit of a fake ego, Um, I have a real ego, but it seems to be understood half the time. I'm not saying that there are other times where... um, You know, I think I'm aware of my ego. Now, other people's ego, I have to at least know where you're coming from. Everybody has an ego, and that's something that you just have to learn in this uh, field that that I'm in. Um, So... Yeah, I mean, I, I, you're saying to define it, but I, that that's kind of hard because I can only define the fake part that I just explained to you. No,
0: I got gotcha. you. Know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, I really dug what you started off with, which was, um, oh. like, ego is when, well, at least our egos, personally, like mine, is when I think people can understand understand me or like or, or vibe with me and uh, i guess i'd never like to admit that you know i have a big i try to you know i have i still try to practice humility and you know staying humble and and not thinking that way but i'll say that but um you know there's always going to be a part of me that feels like not only that people can connect with how i feel or what i think but i think we can connect to like each other's and everybody else's like um, if anything, I don't know what counts as a healthy ego, but I hope that you know that just that view is is indicative of one. That um, yeah, like, cause you're right. Everybody has an ego. As far as like a fake ego and a real ego, um, you know, my my first like dream I was pursuing was being a rapper, and uh, I quickly realized that. For not all artists but for I would say majority there's there's like the character or the like the fake ego I think you you were talking about that artists like have to portray and like put out there and then we have our real ego who's still that at least for me you know my personal name that's who I was and I always try to be that personal me or like my real ego and try to put that into my artist career that didn't work that doesn't work i don't think (laughs) um for a lot of folks you always got to have like this character you want to build out which isn't necessarily a bad thing it could be a piece of you or a part of you but it's not the entire you that i think a lot of fans or a lot of folks think it is you know um but yeah just wanted to add those two cents in that (laughs) yeah Um, all right let's uh go for another spin thank you for sharing um Mm -hmm. Actually I had one So let's figure out What number this is 15 Before we get to the 15 um, I remembered one of the questions I wanted to ask you Which was Your ego Your personal ego Or like your, Your good ego Your real ego Has it More helped you Or hurt you Would you say
1: be honest with you i think my ego has helped me but it's just that um the kind of life that i because like we talked about me being a leo um i kind of would am supposed to naturally have an ego and most people say you don't seem like a, a leo to me at all and i think that's part of the personality trait they might be pointing to i do have a big ego i i'm just i've been humble is so bad in life like unnecessary like being um just mistreated etc as a child that um people probably don't see it um off the top you know so like um like for example like i'm in preschool, I um, got in trouble um, for telling, like, the kid, I was playing house, and I got in trouble for, like, saying, shut up. And I was, like, sitting on the table, like, shut up, shut up. Okay, so that was an ego. And I quickly got an ego check because I got in trouble, right? And they banned me from playing house, but they didn't ban me for three days. They banned me forever. And and the thing is, and this was abusive, um, to in my opinion um because of the person who did it and I'm gonna and I'm gonna probably show, tell you sh- you'll probably see why maybe my ego doesn't always operate like that and why I had to get a fake one at that time because the woman who banned me from there she was jealous of me although I was in preschool I had a boyfriend and um like I kissed him sometime after that I mean I couldn't go play house I mean, and then I got in trouble for kissing him he didn't get in trouble for kissing me like I got in trouble for kissing him and like she just really had it in for me like she was a lesbian I don't know if that has something to do with it I'm not accusing all lesbians of acting like that I'm just saying you know um but at the end of the school year when I graduated I performed because I booked a gig like to sing there and uh They didn't have anybody else to sing, so she kind of had to. And uh, when I got up there and performed, she realized that I could sing and she started crying. Like the other teachers knew, everybody knew I could sing and that I had done acting lessons and you know, that I was somebody. And then before I left, the last thing she did, she got on her knees and she grabbed me. She said, you can really sing, you can sing. And she was crying. And it's like, like, I kind of, when you're a child, you're better for stardom than any adult would be. Because you know what that is. You, you know what that means when that happens. You don't explain it. There's no words to explain it. And I just said, thank you. And I just walked on, you know. Um, yeah. I wasn't shocked, you know. But the thing is, is I learned my lesson about that. And I even bought a new table, and gave to the preschool. And when I gave it, even after I graduated, I still was not allowed to play in there. And this is, I'm in kindergarten or first grade now, and I'm still banned to this day from playing house there. So I know, exactly. So like, maybe that's why my ego, um, it's not, I mean, I have one, but it's like, maybe that's why, uh, you know, that's just an example of the kind of abusive things that I kind of had to go through um, with my ego. So, I got you. I
0: got you. Mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, well, I hope, I know that was one particular uh, incident in time in, in your life. I hope your egos, well, you, you did mention that your egos hurt, helped you more. So uh, I'm, I'm yeah. happy that, that it's turned turned around. Uh, yeah it, i think
1: it helps you look at things differently you
0: know no for sure uh I, I, personally for me i think it's a 50 50 helping and hurting mm-hmm. you know like everything's yeah. a, in balance <laughs> but uh all right let's uh go for another spin how are the questions been not not too bad right I don't, I like pretty good all right for sure for sure number 29 easy medium hard
1: let's do hard
0: all right 29 hard what does your personal afterlife look like if you believe my personal think,
1: afterlife
0: like if you because I, I think so what what the reason why it's phrased this way is that i think what we truly believe is what's gonna like kind of manifest in our next life you know if a person believe heaven is like what you know religions believe and it'll be that kind of look in heaven but if you got one where what would be heaven look like for you i think that would manifest for you and your soul like in the afterlife so for you what does your afterlife look like
1: (laughs) i really think that um like i would just be reincarnated in uh very prestigious circumstances. I really do think I don't. (laughs) I think that because I've heard someone say, like, you choose your parents before you're born. And I think that that was that. uh, I think if we do, we choose them because there's an aspect of who they are. And um, we want that. In us, you know, I think <laughs> that I would choose uh, because that deep thing that I spoke about earlier, I, I don't think I would want to lose <laughs> I think that if, if I were to be like reincarnated, um, I'd be very similar to who I am. I just think that I would uh, be a little bit more on the elite. Side of life, um, so that uh, I wouldn't have to, so that if I ever did anything like uh, run away or because you hear stories about a lot of rich people, it's just not for them, and then you know, they're just bumming the rest of their life, you know, they always can go back, you know, so um, I think. I would probably be something like that. Not not the bumming part, because I would like to think that I had I would have more sense than that. I think that uh it's okay to feel that way about money, but for some people who don't have, that's not healthy. Mm-hmm. But it's also not healthy to be greedy either. So I just think that I would be uh I would come back more as an elite more of an, an elite family there's nothing wrong with my family um, we've had bad circumstances but if we were more elite a bad circumstance for like let's say um the mayor or the governor a blow to them would would not be a blow at all like oh I don't get my five massages you know I can't get a massage uh, three days out of the week you know yeah. Now you get in it once a month. It's it's not a problem. It's not a serious problem. You know? I mean something like that. I, I think uh yeah. I I like me, but oh some of the circumstances. <laughs> some of the circumstances. Uh yeah, I, I would I would pick a life with uh less taxing circumstances. Mm.
0: No I got mm-hmm. you So yeah. I mean it sounds like You're gonna be leveling up <laughs> the Next yeah. life For sure For <laughs> sure uh, That's interesting Cause like I A part of me do, Does believe the, Like Reincarnation too I don't know it's, it's uh I have a lot of thoughts on it I know I don't know anything It's just me Trying to be creative And imaginative Of what, what could be But um Yeah reincarnation Like I think there's a time where our soul kind of rests and explores what's outside of this earth. And then eventually it does come back, you know, like things go, go in cycles or comes in cycles. I think that's one of the, the cycles of our souls. Um, but yeah. Um,
1: to like, like the heaven part, like in resting and like, I think I kind of like skipped that part, but I think that me doing music is a part of, up there, because like I've worked with people that say they got in chills. Um, because I found out, like, my I found out uh, something my grandmother did, and then um, somebody was um, suggesting a whole certain time period, and they had a venue. I said, My grandmother performed at that venue. Like, I just found out she performed at that venue and now you're asking me to do a project there. And she's like, I just got chills. I knew this was the right decision. So I kind of think that, like, by by fulfilling your purpose, some part of you is kind of in heaven.
0: I got you. No, no, I definitely understand that. Uh,
1: some part of you, know, heaven would be like, my whole body is moisturized
0: and...
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah stuff like
0: that yeah i mean yeah i think there's there's definitely gonna be moments in our lives that uh that just feel just right just perfect Mm -hmm. um and that maybe that is it maybe that it. uh and you know like would you say equal parts that that would mean there's a part of us that might might be experiencing the not so good heaven you (laughs) you know what i mean but uh uh yeah
1: like when I was younger, like I used to hear other people say that. I think it, it exists, but but I, I don't I don't think it's exactly that. Like I'm not saying it doesn't exist.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like some of the terrible absolutely I won't get into how terrible. But some of the absolutely terrible things that I've been through, I don't think that was hell. I think it was some of the worst things that I've ever experienced. It was absolutely terrible, but I wouldn't consider it what people consider hell. You know, for some people, hell is a good place. There are like um, a religious group um, that believe in hell, and to them, that is heaven. And it doesn't seem like the fiery underworld um that that we hear about in christianity i used to be a christian but um i i just don't of all the terrible things i've experienced i feel like maybe it was something from there but it wasn't there and i i i don't think you know what? You maybe you're right. Yeah, maybe some of it is that because some of the evilness that people have in their heart, they make the world like hell. You know, yeah. like just your actions by being careless about something, by by being dirty all the time and attracting rodents and stuff like that—that that you are creating your own hell. Actually, thank you for bringing that up. You're right. I think you're. I think you're. You're more right about that. <laughs> So I have experienced that in in that way but I keep my faith or, or try to keep more positive um parts of me rather than just experience all of it you know
0: No doubt No doubt Uh yeah and I I think my 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 point in bringing that up was just to just thinking of the whole balance thing I think for for me in my life and how I'm seeing things is like there are moments in heaven and there can be moments in hell too uh Aww. you know it's kind of like a it's a mindset sometimes too right like like you said some people enjoy maybe hell, hell more, more i don't know uh,
1: <laughs> yeah you put it that way <laughs> yeah I
0: mean, you know i don't think i'm ever right so anybody out there listening don't don't take my word for gospel <laughs> but yeah
1: uh, but yeah but like- hell for them is paradise and it's not a bad place they they probably think that heaven is they think that heaven is a bad place because they feel like they'll be forced to 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 do everything that god says but for them hell is a place where you can be free like that was just their philosophy i'm not saying i believe that but i'm just saying for them you know heaven wouldn't be (laughs) <laughs> they will
0: want to go. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank, thank you for for sharing your perspective. I think that was a yeah. we had a great back and forth on that one. Uh, <laughs> well, we made it to the final stretch of the podcast. Oh, uh, I just have okay. a few yeah. closeout questions for you. But before we get there, um, are you familiar with mantras?
1: Uh, yeah. Is that like um like the the affirmations and you say them over and over
0: when you need them when you need them uh but i do something called the 34th mantra with my guests i have these three phrases uh three fill in the blanks that i'd just like you to fill out for yourself and it is i am i can i will i am blank i can blank and i will blank how would you fill those in for yourselves
1: Do they all have to be the same word Or they can be
0: three different they're, They're generally three different statements So first one's I am
1: I am a winner I am a winner I will succeed Okay And the third one is Uh, What was the
0: the Prefix So you got I am um, I will succeed And then it's I can't I can Blank I can do it
1: all
0: For sure I can do it all Uh, And if you ever need the reminders Now you got A little recording of yourself You know just Just reminding you for the Yes And here we go with the final stretch. My next question is actually from my previous guest. Uh shout out to I am Jokerman. Um his question for you is which hero do you relate to most? You
1: know, uh So this is to graze like I'm just great I'm not I'm not an expert in comic book
0: no 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 this is how you take it yeah but, go for it
1: but from what I understand Superman is the only superhero that had to disguise himself as normal right
0: yeah yeah and
1: all the other ones are normal but then wear are disguised to be a superhero right
0: I got you I got you.
1: Yeah, I think I relate to Superman the most because he really is Superman, and he really can't hide it. He just tries his best to hide it, but but he he has class because even if even if he didn't have to hide it, it wouldn't be right to let everybody know that you you Superman. That that even if even if it was okay, that that's not that's not the right to
0: do. Yeah, yeah, I mean it's that, I am a comic book person So I've, I've been thinking yeah. about that sometimes Like if I was Superman Do I really care about like do, do I ever begin with A alter ego to begin with You know like when I'm young I know what I can do Do I even pretend to be Clint, uh, Clint, Clark Kent At all you know But no nah, mm-hmm. I, I got I got you That is that is interesting I like that choice I like the reason I w- <laughs> wonder i'm thinking for myself and i'd have to give it a lot more thought to be honest but uh Mm -hmm. next question in the closeout is what would you like to ask the next guest that comes on to 34 questions
1: are you ready to go deep
0: (laughs) are you ready to go deep yes gotcha now like, for you personally, are you are you a person who likes it, you know, to go into the deep end or keep it more shallow or like on the surface, you know?
1: I keep it shallow because I am deep. I try to keep it very surface level, very, like, that's why, like, you know, you got to pretend to be Clark Kent. It's not, I mean, being a superhero, everybody can't take that. Oh, excuse me. Oh, you need to get by? Oh, I'll just lift this train up for you. Yeah, that's not going to sit well with everybody, even if it was a nice gesture. Everybody can't handle that.
0: Yeah, no, I got you. I got you. I think that's a big reason why I I tried to create this platform, because I was that dude at the party asking questions that probably people didn't want to talk about at a party. uh, Yeah. (laughs) That's That, that made me kind of uh you know like I, I had to like I just shut that part of off at, of me in parties and create a platform where I can be Clark Kent you know or not be Clark Kent but be a hero yeah <laughs> uh, but yeah that, that's another realization damn um, and my last question for you the question that ties everything together is what would you like your descendants to know about you so I think 100, 200 years from now, your descendants are watching this video. What would you like to tell them?
1: Well, first of all, I'd like to say hello. And that um know who you are. Uh like I said, uh certain things are shallow on the outside, but on the inside, we are something else. And that's something that that uh that i had to remember you know i had to remember that my grandparents uh you know i don't care what time you're in or how you choose to go about your life but you're still you that doesn't mean you have to do every single thing but just remember who you are okay because you know You can have friends and all of that stuff and let the world think they know who you are, but you know who you are. That's just a small piece. You know, you would think I would talk about my music, my musical legacy and all of that, but it's just something, you know, for my descendants to be, just be reminded of who they are and their culture. You know, there's nothing wrong with our culture, you know, as Americans, you know, they tell us that, you know, everything's so bad for you because it's from the South or because it's from this or that. And then, and then years later, oh, scientists have proven that this is actually good for you. We're sorry. You're not dumb after all. Yeah, right. You Your grandparents knew what they were doing. Just like I found out, like, my grandmother, she actually saved my life when I was little, like, which is, like, Vicks. And um, she used to always tell me to open like keep something on your chest and then open another shirt and so you could get air on your chest or something like that. And then I just happened to read something the other day. I was like, well, my grandma was right. Because some of the earliest medicines, like to like open your lungs, to help you breathe, it actually is absorbed through your chest was Mm. like oh my god like yeah and i used to think that my grandma like just knew this stuff because she was from the south (laughs) like this whole wisdom but she was actually a nurse like a really important nurse i didn't i never knew that till like years after she died but that would explain as to why she saved my life so many times uh because they had really bad asthma but um but yeah like um Yeah, I mean, I guess I should probably say something about my musical legacy, though. (laughs) Like, uh, I just want them to know, you know, music is a part of me. And I was just born that way, Um, but so was my family. It was important to my grandmother, uh, to my mother and her sisters, and even her father. And uh, uh, the training part, the prestige part is from them and their legacy. And uh, as far as my dad, he enjoys music, you know But there's this, uh, an entertainment streak in him Because he was an athlete, a star athlete So, um, you know, the music is very important You know
0: That's what's up That's what's up I think, <laughs> nah, like, you know A lot of folks sometimes They, they, they uh, don't know what to say to their descendants But I think, like A big part of why this podcast was made Was because I didn't get to know my grandparents I didn't get to know like who they were, so the fact that you're able to like, you know, you, I think you you gave your descendants, you know, like a personal side of you, um, you know, the artist side of you, and you also gave them more, like your your descendants, like you talked about your ancestors, you know, so yeah, yeah. you gave them a full, well-rounded answer. And I, if you're watching. I hope you definitely appreciate it. Uh, any last things you'd like to add before we head out of here?
1: Stay positive. Uh, I am a winner. I will succeed. And the third one was I will. I can. I can do it all. I can do, do it, all. it all. So I want to give those mantras to the other people who are listening, uh particularly my fans and my supporters. Uh, if you're having a bad day, say those mantras. Even if you don't believe in them, just try it just to just to humor yourself. And I hope that it will make you feel better, even if it just makes
0: you laugh. I feel you. <laughs> no, I feel you. And just put, putting out that energy, that energy. Um, yes. Well, guys, I'd like to just thank you one more time before we head out. Uh, definitely appreciated our conversation. I think we had a great one. I, I hope you had fun as well. Um, and for the folks out there, I want to thank you as If you're listening on Spotify, Apple podcasts, or checking this out on YouTube, definitely appreciate your time as well. Uh, Remember to reach out, reach forward as always much love and we'll catch you guys next time. 34 questions. Peace. And then it fades out. Uh, But yeah, that was a, that was an interview. Uh,